You know, I hear a lot of people talk about how they usually record things either in like a small room or a closet, like directly talking into a bunch of clothing or you know something soft to kill the noise. But I wonder how many people are doing what I'm doing right now, which is talking into the back cushions of my living room couch with a blanket slung over my head and microphone <laughs> just to try and keep cat noise and other sounds out of this echoing fucking living room. <sighs> anyway, welcome to Derazzled, the show that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. Except for today, yet again. Uh, if you listened last time, you know that we are uh, in between seasons right now. This is the second of our episodes of deleted scenes from season one. Uh, this is going to include clips taken from the last four episodes of the season, starting with the uh, the, the this year's Razzie Awards episode. One difference, we are not going to be using horse noises this time. Uh, I think that was a little bit jarring. <laughs> it came in a little bit hot more so than I intended uh, in the uh, in the final edit. So I'm going to go with cat noises this time. We're going to break up the individual sound bits and uh, and recordings with some cat noises. Make that a little bit more pleasant for everybody. I think that'll be good. Uh, a few production notes real quick. I know that I had said that we were going to start season two two weeks after this episode. But as I also mentioned last time, I was recovering from COVID. Uh, I'm now negative. I've been back to work for over a week, but I'm still dealing with some uh, health issues that have arisen after the fact. And Jack is currently recovering from COVID. So in order to get us both back on our feet, we're going to delay the start of season two until July 5th. Now, that does not mean we're not going to be active or doing anything. Um, as you may already know, by the time this episode comes out, we have already done a... Uh, watch along for what will be our season two premiere for the Emoji Movie. Uh, you can expect that episode to come out on July 5th. And we are also, as I mentioned before, expanding the second unit uh, into a more frequent and focused thing. And one of the ways we're doing that is by tackling a new series within the second unit, Development Hell. Uh, so we're going to be focusing in on some films that have lingered in Development Hell for God knows how long and try and figure out... Uh, why that happens in a lot of cases and try to figure out where some of these things went wrong and, or, or what some of those films would have looked like. And we're going to start with uh, with one that I'm personally interested in, which is The Amory Wars, uh, the adaptation that Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be producing uh, of the sci-fi story of the Coheed and Cambria albums and comic books. Uh, so that should be coming out July 19th, I believe, uh, if I've got my dates right. If you have any specific development hell stories that you think are particularly fascinating and would like to hear us tackle or just would like to learn more about, uh, send us an email to derazzledpodcast at gmail.com and we will be happy to take a further look into those. Uh, it is a topic that I'm personally really interested in and Jack's interested in. Uh, so we're really excited to expand the second unit with that particular series, as well as a couple other series that will be delving into some of the side categories and whatnot of the Razzies over the years. Uh, in addition to that, we have a couple of guest spots coming up. Uh, we're going to be recording this month uh, guest spots on You Hate to See It, which was the first podcast we had ever guested on, and we're excited to go back and uh, do another round with them. And we will also be recording uh, right smack in the middle of the month a guest spot on the Cultworthy Classic, uh, where we are uh, so thrilled to be able to work with Antonio Palacios again, and uh, we're going to be digging into the movie Joe uh, from, I believe, 1970. So that's going to be a lot of fun to do something that's way outside of the normal purview of what we're we're usually covering here. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, as always, please follow us on uh, social media, on Twitter at DerazzledPod, on Facebook at DerazzledPodcast, on Instagram at Derazzled underscore podcast, and on TikTok at Dullboy underscore Jack. Uh, you can find our Twitch page at Derazzled Dullboy Jack. Uh, please spread the word about the show. Please continue to rate and review the show uh, on Good Pods, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you can possibly do that so more people are able to discover us. And uh, we will be back in July to Razzle Dazzle Ya. Um.
You know how I'm really bad at acronyms? Yeah. Uh, I want to assume SRS is some real sass. Joe Face. We got a comment. We did? Mm-hmm. Some real, re- yes, that's what I said, uh, some real sass. Sass. So, c- serious. They keep, si- they keep that's, bringing that's, sass. That's, that's, that's Becca. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Maybe like a, a key stuck. Using sass. <laughs> no, it says it's serious. There's no R in sass, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, if we move the pop filter closer to the mic. Yeah. Yeah, and then you want to be talking into the part of the mic with that has, like, the little, little like, clover-looking logo facing toward you. Talk to the clover. Yeah, basically. Talk to the clover. Okay. There we go. Okay, Jack. Talk to the clover. Talk to the clover. Talk to, talk, talk to the clover. Talk to the clover. <laughs> Fuck that clover. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck that clover's feet. <laughs> Sorry, lick that clover's feet. But, yeah. <laughs> Is it weird that I'd be more comfortable fucking than licking a foot? No. No. Hmm. Mouth versus, like, genitals? <laughs> so you're saying it's my genitals are a lost cause anyway, so... No. <laughs> Boom. Take that, Jack's junk. <laughs> n- n- no, one you taste and one is just... Hey, hey Mo. Uh. <laughs> something you, you can... Much easier to wash. Feet. Genitals don't have a taste. <laughs> it's going bad. I'm going to shut up now. Let's, let's go ahead and start the episode before you... Uh... Use all the brain cells? Yeah. Save that half a brain cell. You can join, by the way. You just have to turn your volume down. But when I join, it pops me up there, and I don't want to. Oh, okay. Oh, is that what it does? Yeah. It yeah, like, basically, like, it, it like joins our... Screen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, like, but... combines our our viewers. Anyway. Anyway. We all good? We're all recording? We're all recording? good. We're set. We're ready to go. All right, so... I actually really hate paper clips. It's just, like, one of those things I don't... I do not like paper clips. I mean, be- because of the pee hole thing? Or just <laughs> in general? <laughs> no, no, they're good for that. But the... <laughs> Discovering new kinks. <laughs> Not when, to yuck anyone's yum if you're into sounding. Just I, it sounds like a bad idea with a paperclip. I do like the 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 black ones that have the wings. Those are fine. That like. Oh, like the like the the, the clampy ones. Yes, we're all doing the duck hands. Yeah, the, 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 yes. cl- the little clampy, clampy. Yeah, those duck are fine. Boys. Those are fine. Yeah. Paperclips. You can maybe hold three pieces of paper together, and that's it. You either yeah. you, like just skip it. Just skip it. Go with a staple. Like commit. Yeah. Go with the staple. Or go with the duck hands. I agree. Go with the duck hands. <laughs> but th- w- let's... Um... Uh, somewhat related. So Rob taught us the magic of, uh, of VPL yeah, during the Cats yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah, a little penis line. Uh, it's just before I was leaving the house to come here, Becca showed me an ad that she got from Walmart in her Facebook feed uh-huh. that is just straight up like a like a dude's crotch area wearing shorts as low as you can possibly wear them and there's just like it's not even visible penis line it is huh. just straight up like cock sheathed in gym short <laughs> combined with like it's a solo that you've just got full cum gutters going on just like <laughs> the the degree like I could see the outline of this penis so thoroughly from across the living room on her, the screen of her phone. That's so... It, it's for Walmart? For Walmart! That's bizarre. Yeah! Okay, Walmart. I Look, hope it was an intern that's like, you know what, my last day. This is going in there. <laughs> uh, so, I can't fucking take it here anymore. I won't... I, 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 we can't unionize. I'm getting paid for shit. My manager's a piece of garbage. I'm... Uh, here we go. This is my... This is my swan song. <laughs> um, we have a question from Maurice... Charles. Maurice. Mo. Mo. Um, so he, he was asking, or is asking, um, women have shown up for Twilight and for Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, is there a, you, you are now answering for all women everywhere. Uh, is there a consensus on um, Nymphomaniac, which is a large Van Trier film, part one and two. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, uh, it's a two-parter? <laughs> it is a two-parter. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have. 
Uh, I have watched it. It's been a minute. I very much enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But now I'm trying to think back because there are a lot of things that I watch or read that I know are unhealthy, but I enjoy anyway. Sure. So I'm trying to think back to um, give it more of a critique versus than just saying like, yeah, it was hot. But there's there. <laughs> have you have um, you heard from other friends that you have their opinion on it? Is it, is it just like you, the pervert, has watched the movie about? I. It might be just me, the pervert, okay. that's watched it. But I suspect that now. So twice. Well, no. Uh, Fifty Shades. That was a bit of a forty, and I guess. Uh, Fifty Shades. I think is one of the first like mainstream acceptable taboos to like read and watch but nymphomaniac i mm. think is still to the point in like our sexuality where it's still repressed that nobody wants to admit that they have watched it i think the, mm. not even just nymphomaniac but like Lars van trier in general is a little bit more underground than the average movie goer is going to see. I mean, he's he very often is trying to delve into taboo subjects yeah. and pushing envelopes and so he, on and so forth. He's a, he is a true troll. Like, he's a troll. Yeah, um, love him or hate him. Yeah, I'm, I think we've gotten a fuck von Trier on the show once or twice I'm here sure, or there. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I it depends on the movie for me. Yeah, there are movies I, of his I like. There's other ones I'm like, oh come on, man. Um, <laughs> that's one of the reasons I haven't watched Nymphomaniac because I'm like, are you are you gonna is this gonna be upsetting? Lars? Lars. 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 You want to say you're a descendant of Hitler again? No? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, he, he's a little troll. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I, um, what we need to do is get a bunch of our, our femme friends, sit down and have a, like, six-hour nymphomaniac marathon. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a thing that everyone will yep. enjoy. <laughs> the screams were heard from blocks away. Uh, are we watching? Great. Are we watching? It, it, we're not having orgy porgy. It's, <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> we're hearing screams. Like, is this something that's happening? No, in the it's. House? I I've not seen the movie other than the posters. Um, so I assume it's going to be a lot of uncomfortable. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Hey, uh, before we get to, <laughs> we've already had like a lot of really good con- discussion before we even started the episode. I know, right? Um, <laughs> Can we hold for sound? Yeah, I'm not sure if anybody can hear that or if it's being picked up, but there's definitely a cat clawing at something in the other room. I don't think it's cat clawing. I think it's the squirrels. Oh, god oh, damn it. Oh, I forgot about the squirrels. Well, there's nothing we can do about that without violence. I'm I'm not even sure if it's being picked it's up by the being mics, picked up. It's just it's just pissing me off. Yeah, that's fair. Like I I'm noticing it, but I don't know if like the if <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> so Polina just went out on the porch. We have some, we have some scrolls in the um, uh, overhang of the um, yeah, like in your like your front porch awning. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And I just slapped the mailbox. <laughs> they're the most obnoxious little fuckers. Sure. Um, Especially when you're home alone and all you hear is knock knock knock. Yeah, I'm like knock, watching knock, like knock, some knock, like murder knock. movie <laughs> on Shutter, and then it's just like. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to watch Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer for the fourth time this week. <laughs> this is amazing comedy. Henry <laughs> Portrait of a Serial Killer. Uh, he tied up and murdered that woman. Hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a callback. Yeah. Thank you, Raphael. Watch the movie's called More Butter. <laughs> I don't understand that. Uh, there's a movie called Bronson in which he is, uh, based on a true story, um, where he just likes to... F- beat the shit out of people so he'll he's strip, extremely violent man extremely violent man he's the, he's the world's most expensive prisoner because he caused so much like financial damage while he was in prison there are multiple scenes of him just beating the hell out of cops and prison guards and he likes to get completely nude and butter himself up or oil so they can't get a up. good grip on him yeah like a, just like a like a greased pig <laughs> with his dick it's flopping around it's a phenomenal movie full frontal tom hardy yeah. in this movie oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just bald, bald and like mustached mustached <laughs> such a good movie. Um, anyway, y- you know I guess what? I'll the- be doing this when I do an all nighter. There you oh. go. <laughs> I I like put a list of or a bunch of movies behind me that like Google suggested that for BDSM, and I forgot to put Bronson. Uh, <laughs> not thinking. Do you own it? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
cool. So, yeah, that's that's how we watched it. I think yeah. a few years ago. It's like whenever I first uh, moved in with Nate Fessler, we watched Drive, which is Nicholas Winding Refn, and then whenever we hung out, Br- Bronson. Bronson. <laughs> it's, it's a different <laughs> Nicholas Winding Refn uh, film. Yeah. For roommate, we have. I guess we'll watch Bronson. God damn it! Let's get through this fucking yes. plot. <laughs> Holy shit! Fuck this movie. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I mean, it's only been almost two hours, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, thank you for, for being so. Um, yeah, Be- Becca tuned in just in time for uh, to hear you say, like, we gotta get, we have to go faster. This is gonna be, this is already so long. Yeah. Um, I will get to, Mo has a question about whether the acting uh, should have been campy. Do, do you feel. Do you feel the film being very campy in performance detracts from what should it be more intimate approach to BDSM? I don't think the movie's campy. I don't either. Uh, does this encourage sugar daddies and mamas? Um, which are two separate questions. Um, um, which we'll we'll get. I gotta, we'll get. I gotta, we'll get. We'll get to it. I'm gonna eat a note of butter. Ooh. Or uh, uh, wait, is that what they are? Do you want one? Whatever it is. Yes, please. these things <laughs> oh yeah no these are delicious uh becca just commented i'm so glad i tuned in just in time to hear joe yell about how there wasn't enough dick in this movie for the <laughs> second time today because i did yell about this when i got home oh, for more there wasn't there should have been dick i'm just yep. I'm, I'm i will die on this hill yes of, of the many hills that i will die on I'll be right this there is, with you. On this, this is one. one of them. Hell yeah. Ah, plastic noises. <laughs> oh, it's a good hill, honey, she says. <laughs> we are all here for more dick. <laughs> that should just be the letter we write to E.L. James. I just I don't understand how you take something that is both sexy and taboo and make it so boring and make it so tedious and frustrating. <laughs> I know. Also, the book so overuses the phrase Fifty Shades. Yes. One thing, when I started reading it, he quotes uh, Carnegie in it, in like the first chapter. What, say that again? Uh, Andrew Carnegie mm-hmm. is quoted in Fifty Shades, in the very first chapter. Yep. <laughs> that, uh, okay, well I'm going to need to hear about that in a minute. I forgot about that. Andrew Carnegie, the self-help? writer or Andrew Carnegie, the industrialist douchebag? Industrialist douchebag. Yeah. So what was the quote about? Something about like success. It was when It was during the interview, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, to what do you owe your success? And she was like, that just sounds like luck. And he was like I don't believe in luck. I find the luckier I get comes with the harder I work. Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie. Completely different dude. Ah. How to win friends and influence people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've read... Uh, it's actually a really good book. It's the title's well. goofy, but... Um, it's it's like if your grandfather sat you down and was just like, here's how to not be a douchebag. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Grandpa. My own grandfather was the reverse. He's sat me down and taught me how to be a douchebag. <laughs> how to lose friends and alienate people. <laughs> right. Mm, that sweet, sweet audio spike from the can opening. Oh. Oh. It didn't hurt my ears. It was just I was literally just the waveform. What time are we at? <laughs> do you want do you want to know? Yeah. 
Uh, well, we're we, we're just about to hit an hour thirty-two. Okay. Again, it's fine. I'm gonna be. We we have a bunch of like side conversation and tangents that I'm going to like be chopping and screwing and putting in the deleted scenes folder. Well, I was so. like, do we need to record a? This is a two part. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is maybe. <laughs> We'll we'll play we'll play it by ear. I don't think that's going to be necessary, but I am. If I if I can get it down to like two hours and fifteen minutes, it's not becoming a two parter. Okay. People can pull off a good pair of jeans. Don't get me wrong, but whenever, mm, damn, I had like a more complete thought on it. It. If it was true to the king scene, it would have been a guilt. A kilt would have been, probably would have been a kilt. A kilt, a kilt, a kilt, a kilt huh. could have could have worked. Uh, I feel like he might have actually been able to pull off a kilt. He could have pulled off a kilt. No, okay, I got it. So I did have a crush on my uh, was it my sixth grade math teacher? Which is weird now. I hope he doesn't watch this because he's my friend on Facebook. All my <laughs> teachers were decidedly unsexy. But he was just like, when I was Pretty good in looking English teacher. sixth grade, he was just like the young, cute guy. Yeah, teach me the crucible. Hell yeah. And honestly, that was probably the only year I was good at math ever in my life. But Nice. Yeah. He was also a really good teacher. Uh, I think we already have. Oh, great. Good night. <laughs> I mean, with who we would cast... Uh, we well, said who you would cast. Yeah, we, we we have yeah we have we have some suggestions for who you would cast. We we we. I'm gonna sit on something soft for okay. a second. That's probably a good idea. I hurt. I just want to rewatch Secretary. Have you seen it? I have not seen Secretary. It's pretty good. I was a little worried about rewatching it because it it's from the '90s and I didn't know how the consent aspect was gonna work. Sure. Um. It probably helps that I watch Fifty Shades first because by comparison, there's like a single scene that I'm like. Um, but and way less nudity, and so much hotter. And I'm I'm like I'm I know some people find like James Spader super fucking sexy. I don't, but I'm like mm, you're pretty good job. I mean I I kind of get it. I get like, it. He's get he's it. not exactly my type either. But mm-hmm. like I can see I can see it a little yeah. bit. I think I think it's in like his overall air. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a a confidence. Uh, Becca Becca pointed out uh, I do not have a dick, but surely having an erection pressing against a jean zipper would not feel pleasant. Can confirm. Can confirm. Can confirm. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Uh, I've definitely, god damn it, we're live. Uh, I've definitely like dry humped <laughs> a like raw spot into my dick. <laughs> oh god. I mean, chafing is a chafing's a yeah. motherfucker. Like. Listen, it, it's you know it's high school. Oh, especially you've had, then you just you had a you just, you've had a sex. And you just don't know any better. Yeah, you you just you just chafe raw, and, and then you learn <laughs> from, and you just learn from that. And you just like can't can't wear pants. Can't wear pants for a while. Yeah, but then you have to. You have to because like laws and school. There's not there's you yeah. can't get like a doctor's note and be like mm, can't wear pants. Got chafe got, dick. Got chafe dick. Jake. Got 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 that that. <laughs> God damn it! Not that I, I don't. I still, you know, I'm older, but I still appreciate a good dry hump. Not for yeah. hours. No. Not, oh God! Not, not for hours. Like no. Chafe a hole into my wiener, but <laughs> <laughs> the razzle bringing you quality entertainment since last <laughs> June. September? Uh, last September, September for like for public release, but <laughs> if she crash, it's another James Spader where he's hot. Crash, mm-hmm. crash, crash, crash. Wait, wait, it's Cronenberg. Oh, I was gonna say you mean Cronenberg crash? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. No, I've not. No, the Oscar-winning, uh, the not at all Scientology problem crash. Uh, <laughs> God. It, no, I've I've not seen Cronenberg's uh, crash. Though we've mentioned it multiple times, and I'm aware of it, I know what it's about, and I, I, I kind of do want to see it. You ever want to see Casey Jones get hard to watching car accidents? Wait, it's fucking Elias Coteus or whatever his I name think so. is. Pretty sure. 
yeah, now I very much want to watch that. I've been trying to record my volume a little bit lower than than, than everyone else's just because I'm fucking loud and it just doesn't make a fucking difference. Well, I could be wrong. Let me see. Could also be blind. <laughs> Remember when so, people... that's a pull quote. Just sex and car crashes. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, no, you got it right. He's on, yeah, it? he's okay. on there. I'll put that on the pervert pile. <laughs> Just right beside Hellraiser and American Psycho. Oh, man, we haven't made a single Hellraiser joke this whole time. Who are we? I was I was really trying to find a movie. Um, I was talking to Belinda about this. We were trying to find a movie. Whenever you're ready. No, I was like, I was going to send something soft and said I sat on the toilet. So was... <laughs> Not much of a... You can grab something for your butt if you want. Yeah, if you grab a pillow or something. I have one. It's too big. We can it switch. Work. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't care. Um, change did you, places. Did you grab it? Shit. <laughs> About shit myself. <laughs> Sorry. I'm uh, glad I just got everybody. I adjusted my dick on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just moving. I would. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what you were doing, but it wasn't working. I'm tired. Oh, that's soft. That's nice. Oh, it has armrests, so I can and sit it, like a real has, gay now. It has armrests. <laughs> what was that? I can sit like a real gay now. There you go. <laughs> um, sit in chairs wrongly. I mean, as 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 a bisexual, yep. I yep. Yep. yep, I mean, I, I've been, I, that should have been my first sign, that I'm, I've been incapable of sitting in chairs correctly from a very young age. Yep. So true. Uh, Maurice brings up the movie Caligula. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, which I, I, I know it's not a Razzie thing, but like, I kind of would love to do for this show. Was it was it not nominated for any Razzie? Wait, when did it come out? Seven late seventies. I could. Oh, wrong. that's why. I wrong. Um, wait, did it get any stinkers? Could be. Maybe. Could have gotten some stinkers. Uh, that's something to look into. I, for years, have said that Helen Mirren is my like grandma crush. <laughs> for re- no, that's legit. Yeah. like Helen Mirren's gorgeous. Has always been yeah, gorgeous. Has always been Will gorgeous. always be gorgeous. And Just like the one time somebody was like, "So how does it feel to be sexualized as a woman?" And she ripped his throat out and drank his blood. Good. It was great. <laughs> it was great. It was like the seventies too. So it was like, oh, I think I've seen that yeah. interview. Yeah, she just eviscerates this guy. Yeah, it's it's. Fantastic. I I was like, I I respect what you're saying, but also I, that was hot as. But well. also, I'm like very turned on right now. Um, <laughs> oh, I can. Do you want me to start? I can start yelling at you. Not at me. <laughs> at, I, at, at, if, at reporters. If you, at sexist Hollywood reporters. Especially sexist Hollywood reporters. But, like, really, if you... Oh, I'm not going to end up in Hollywood. ...eviscerate so. anything to do with the patriarchy, I'm like... Oh, I'm pretty, uh, I'm yeah. Now this makes sense. Uh, I had a point. Oh, I was trying to find a movie where the woman was the dom and the man was a sub... Good fucking luck. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure that it's either so obscure that you would have a ton of trouble finding it without extensive right. research, or it hasn't happened. Um, or it's just legit a straight up porno. Or that I, I found a lot of. That's the problem. Is like you go to to search it and it's like porn, porn, porn. porn? I'm like, porn? not right now. <laughs> just a bunch of seagulls go by. Porn, porn, <laughs> yeah. porn, porn. I've summoned the gulls. <laughs> oh no, the porn the gulls are back. Gulls. Sex gods. I would absolutely watch that book band. <laughs> oh God. Okay, let's let's uh, let's do this. All right. Is this the final brain cell? I think we're past that. I mean, yeah, but is this the final? This is the final. Act. This will yeah. be the final yeah, act. Yeah. Because Grandma's about to turn into a yam over here. Into a yam. I got my titties. Let's go. Uh, 
Mo was saying he, he, he enjoys Rules of Attraction and it's the greatest uh, Vanderbeek film, which is true. That's just nice. hands down. Um, okay. Uh, oh, my God. There's a moment in college where I was watching – I was like sitting down with my friend Vicky. Uh, we were watching Rules of Attraction. Like, like I said, there's a lot of sex in the movie. And we knew at some point my roommate Steve's dad was going to show up to like pick him up for dinner or whatever. Sure. But we didn't know when. And then uh, I'm like, no worries. Like, we'll just like turn the movie off when it gets here if it gets weird. So like we heard a knock at the door and then we hit pause instead of stop. And what we did not know was that Steve had given his dad a key. A key. <laughs> so he opens it up. Vicky and I are like hanging out on the couch platonically. Sure. Uh and but there's the... Vanderbeek's like O face on the screen, <laughs> and he's uh, like, and he he knew Vicky because his son and her had gone to like high school together. Okay. So he's like, "Hey, Vicky, hi, Steve's roommate." And I'm like, hi, <laughs> hi, <laughs> hi, Steve's dad. I know who I want to direct it. No, I had to Google it, but Ryan Murphy, who wrote Scream Queens and American Horror Story. Hmm. No. We like Scream Queens. He was a showrunner. I... A showrunner doesn't necessarily do the best at directing solo projects. And didn't he also do some other shit? I think he did. He did a couple like musical things that I couldn't give a fuck about. I he, We'll make him a consultant. Okay. He's a pervert. So that would help. <laughs> That's true. American uh, horror story. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I like the idea Scream of Ryan Queens. Murphy being a consulting pervert. Well, like, here's <laughs> the thing. If you get... I will be your consulting pervert. <laughs> Just Belinda and Ryan Murphy. Listen, Just... here's here's the thing I'm scared of, of, right? You have Ryan Murphy, who's a gay, creepy pervert. Uh-huh. And you have Brady Snellis, who's a great gay, creepy pervert. And you put those two together... That that child imbalanced. is going to be fucking bizarre. Yeah, no, you. I, I think you need someone who's not another gay, creepy pervert to balance things out. Clive Barker. Oh no, no. <laughs> Anastasia, I have such sights to show you. <laughs> Jesus. Would that make me the third gay creepy? You would not want to be on that set at that point, but you could be. No, I think a a female gay creepy pervert would be uh, would be different. <laughs> that that's at least you, a different perspective to add in. You being on set, that's the movie. <laughs> like you being, because like by creepy pervert, I don't mean like you know, creepy pervert. I mean like Jesus wept, creepy pervert. Yeah, like blood and knives and guts, creepy. <laughs> I was gonna sneeze again. It looked like you were passing the fuck out as I spoke. I was trying not to sneeze. Ah, yes. Uh, Mo had it. He also did Glee. Uh, Ryan Murphy. Ew. What a twist. If I was like, I knew there was something I, that was like oh my God. campy and theatrical. Yeah. Is Glee just like, is like Scream Queens just the like pervy version of Glee. Yeah, I mean, that's Glee, absolutely what To be fair, is. Glee is the pervy version of Glee. I never watched Glee. Don't. Glee I is, will never forgive it for what it for what it did to Rocky I Horror. I don't like musicals. I didn't know that. They did a Rocky Horror episode. Don't. It's fucking atrocious. R.I.P. Jack. R.I.P. Um moving on. <laughs> uh Would you hand me anything over there for me to fuck with thank you I figured uh, fucking around with a box cutter is probably not the way we want yeah, to go don't, don't do that no uh, for those of you on the live stream I need to have like a thing to help articulate in my hand which is normally a pencil or a paintbrush something something yeah. a fidget thing a fidget thing but a box <laughs> cutter is probably not the way to go well, we'll, I, see, we'll see how the episode goes um <laughs> Yeah, I got to go back and rewatch that. Just it's been so long. I, is it on HBO right now? I don't know because when I had to watch Batman and Robin, we had to watch on Hulu. We did have to watch that on Hulu. Oh god damn it. Yeah. Uh, uh and you know how like when you start to type in an address um like the last time you used like those first four letters 
It'll just take It'll you just there. Take you right there. So I'm like Hulu, and it's like Hulu backslash ba- Batman and Robin. <laughs> no, 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 bad. Stop that. <laughs> just trying to watch what we do in the shadows. <laughs> oh, we finished season one yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's so good. I I was so happy to see like uh, the the New Zealand vampires come back in the trial yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. That was so fun. I, also, all those other cinematic vampires, uh, Blade, <laughs> or some, Blade on a bad Skype or on a bad Skype call. Yeah. <laughs> Taika Waititi has no right to be as good as he is. He is. Oh God. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about Taika later in the episode. Yeah. Actually. Oh yeah. So we will, yeah. Right. Uh, 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 after we finish this, we do have a little other thing to discuss. But all right. I still need to see that. I you don't. I don't. I have never watched it. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to. I no. I'm genuinely curious. Like I actually do want to see it. Because uh, that's the one that that's the one that Simon Pegg co-wrote, right? Am I thinking of the right one? I'm thinking of the one uh, from like the 2000s. Oh no, you're right. I'm completely mistaken. I'm thinking Kelvin Star Trek Burst. Beyond is the yeah, one. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking um, of. It was fine if you um, like dirt bikes in your Star Trek. Am I remembering that correctly? Dude, some sick stunts, yeah. There's way more, like, action-y shit in it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's done by an action director, if I'm not mistaken, so. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Leathers. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's being upgraded to town pervert? I just said community pervert. I don't know. Community, sure. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) We've uh, had an election, and the people have spoken. You are now our town's pervert. She has an office down in the, in the city county building. <laughs> it's in the basement. <laughs> well, of course, they're not going to put that in an easily accessible place. Mm. When when we were in college, uh, I, I did some theater work with an amateur group called Tossed and Turned. Oh, I remember Tossed and Turned. Uh, yeah, that's actually one. Uh, that's where Scott and I really started to become better friends, oh, right. uh, was through Tossed and Turned. And uh, Scott wrote a one-act play uh for one of our like spring like one act series and he and uh he put a line in there because it was all very meta about like the 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 we're talking about scott like scott Scott, yeah like uh, like our scott like our scott scott mcgrath our our director of photography with ramming speed pictures who was on our saving christmas episode um and he yeah he wrote he wrote a one act play that was very meta about like the the uh, the organization and whatnot. And at one point he uh, he he put it in a line about how friends don't let friends method act. And it is it was reliably every performance a big laugh line for the audience. Thank you for sharing that. I was not aware of that yeah. story. Ah <laughs> oh, God, I I'd, I'd forgotten about toss and turn. Yeah, it was fun. Anyway, <laughs> that's the end of that thought. Uh, fuck, what was the like maid that shows up in two scenes? Doris. Or oh, yeah, like Doris or something. Like, who the fuck was she? <laughs> Honestly, I really like that because I'm like, how the fuck is Alfred doing all of this? Shit you by know, himself? I do like that. There's actually a nod to like, no, it's not Alfred doing fucking everything. Yeah. And just like, thank you, thank you for that. I've but. always thought like, there's no way this old man is dusting every single fucking room <laughs> in Wayne Manor. Yeah, for real. Uh, so Doris, uh, five out of five. Would <laughs> Hell yes. Good lord. Downtown. Or or like everybody just kind of commits to like being each other's palanquin, with the exception of no one sitting in it. You're just using it as cover. Hmm. Hmm. So everyone's all like collectively, all the time. All the time carrying a palanquin as head cover. What if? No, that's just a big umbrella that everyone's having to carry. This is <laughs> a just dumb idea. What are this those things stupid. that they have at airports that like are kind of like fast walky runway things? Oh, like the move, like the moving walkways. Yeah, we have those on every sidewalk uh, that clear away the, the people bodies. who've been yeah. thrown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's... Oh, so you can get kind of Futurama with this then. So they okay, so uh-huh. you, so so they land. Mm-hmm. It has to detect that it's like the body is obviously gonna lay there and be present for a little while because either because obviously if you're throwing somebody off of a roof, you're trying to send a message. So you have to give somebody a, time, a little bit of time to see, to catch the message it... and for the conveyor belt to determine. Oh, this has no vitals. So right, so if right. you just decide to take a nap mm-hmm. on the sidewalk, you don't. It's not. It's not just. It's it's not sweeping you off into the like. Uh, kill 
machine um, or like mulcher. Com- compost. Composter. It's not composting you at the end of the block. I just <laughs> tried to take a nap, and here I am feeding vegetables. Yeah. Woke up dead Can't in a garden. Finally had a nickel for every time I'm, f- I'm going to haunt these fucking cucumbers. <laughs> just. This got dark. I'm really going to secret window these fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no. It all comes back to John Totoro, baby. <laughs> as it should, as everything should. Uh, well, so this is our secret pitch for <laughs> for secret window two. <laughs> for secret window two. <laughs> oh God, I didn't. I didn't think we were going <laughs> to do any of this today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just watching my cat try to negotiate her way through the sound blanket. Yeah, she was having a rough she time there. She got real. Well. She got real confused. Uh, so moving on now that we have, now that we have, um, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome. Uh, so now that we, now that we have accomplished this, uh, there was one other thing that we wanted to talk about. Uh, so the first teaser for Taika Waititi's, uh, Thor Love and Thunder just dropped the other day. Uh, if you have not watched it and you are one to watch trailers and whatnot, fucking watch it because it slaps. Cool. It's yeah, so fucking cool that the scene where uh, where Star Lord is like giving his impassioned speech yeah. about like you know being with the people you love or whatever, and <laughs> and you see him looking at the Guardians, and then Chris Hemsworth just like slowly yeah. comes into frame, staring at him longingly. Uh, it's so somebody, good. Somebody pointed out how. Incredible Incredible it is that there's some like mild queer coding happening. Yes, yes, uh, with Chris Pratt, who's not a confirmed homophobe, but is like the thinnest short hair away from being confirmed as a homophobe. At the very least, attends a church that is highly homophobic. highly homophobic. Yeah, uh, and then you have jolly ass goddamn Chris Helmsworth. And Chris Helmsworth, it up, just, ha- God damn it! You do that every I time. I will <laughs> never not call him Helmsworth. Uh, <laughs> With Taika Waititi, who just gaze up everything. I know. It's uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Um, I hope they didn't even have Chris Pratt that day. It was it was, it was stand-in. <laughs> and then he... It's, it's all spliced together. Yeah. So he had no idea it was no happening. No idea. Oh, my God. That'd be funny as hell. Uh, but, you know, the big, the, the big reveal at right. the end of this trailer is our first look at uh, the Mighty Thor... Mm-hmm. Played by uh, Nat- mild spoi- spoilers. Miles, I mean the if, mildest. This is like the the mildest of spoilers. Is the mighty Thor as portrayed by Natalie Portman? Yeah. Which if you saw, which if you saw the uh, Comic Con Hall H panel from three fucking years ago <laughs> where they announced this movie, you know that Natalie Portman's coming back for this movie. Mm-hmm. You saw her holding uh, a Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. On the stage, that was like as like Taika Waititi got down on one knee and presented it to her. Yeah, like we knew this was happening. Like uh, like a, a female version of Thor, Doctor Jane Foster as Thor, yeah. has existed in pop culture since 2014. So this it, it's a relatively quick jump for it to make it from the comics to this Marvel's or to the, or to the big that, screen though. Marvel's been using their more modern storylines. True, quicker. I mean, hence you know, hence uh, s- uh, Sam as Sam as Cap as Captain America. Even Winter Soldier's uh, storyline is not that old, really, by comic book form. Okay, oh, I guess we're considering Captain America is one of the fucking oldest comics on the face of the planet, right, yeah. too. Relatively, yeah, relatively. Um, but uh, so, that yeah. came out when we were in college. Really, mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that recent. Holy yeah. shit! Okay. I learned something today. So, what gets me about this? So you see, uh, you see Natalie Portman in the Thor getup, like mm-hmm. with the helmet, with the wings, holding the, the reconstructed Mjolnir, and with just like fucking biceps for days. Like she could bench press me. Which I I, ha- I didn't notice because I was looking at how cool her helmet is. Oh, yeah, the, so like, I need the, to rewatch yeah, it again. Like, the cost the costuming on her is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. As it is in the comics. Yeah. But, like, she's clearly been working out for this. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> the, like, her arms are big. Especially when you do, like, a side-by-side comparison of, like, a regular shot. Like, 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 like that Hall H Comic-Con right, shot right, of right, her right. versus now. It's like, damn, girl been lifting. <laughs> um, 
so a lot of people have been watching this and their immediate response like there I mean there's been a giant outcry of like holy shit this rules. Yeah. Which yes, of course there is, but there's also been a bit of a sexist response too where people see Lady Thor. Yeah. Uh, and and think, oh, they're ruining the MCU. Oh, this feels so fucking forced. Some people have actually been going on and claiming to be done with the MCU, as they've been putting it. My boy, if you think Disney's going to give a single fuck about losing your money, they already own your soul. Seriously. <laughs> Get... You try to go a day without not watching something that Disney doesn't have its gloved watching or consuming oh. or yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, I live in your wallet. <laughs> you have no idea what I could do to you. <laughs> I control the purse strings, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> this is how we get sued. <laughs> It, oh, good lord! the The idea that this is forced is particularly something that I take issue with, because a the this idea has been in the pop culture consciousness mm -hmm. for eight years. So is that when Jane Foster's character was introduced mm -hmm. into? Okay, that yeah, that's when they first in, that's when they first did that because I think the writer I forget like the name of the writer Jason who, Aaron. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, he took over. I was just reading about this earlier today. Mm -hmm. like, he took over Thor in 2012, yeah, and he, like seeded his way up. To he him. seeded mm -hmm. his way up to it over like seven years. Uh, I think he was writing Thor, and he took he had this whole arc that he was mm -hmm. taking Thor through and as part of that he you know he lost his powers he became unworthy it was over a, a an event series called original sin which yes. was uh, but one of the upshots of that was because he became unworthy somebody else had became worthy yes. and that somebody else was Dr. Jane Foster and i think the way it goes in the story is that she she had cancer Yes. And she she had initially turned down any magical intervention. Correct. Uh, but then she became worthy to wield Mjolnir and decided, I'm not going to pass this up. I'm going to do something good yeah. with this power. But the, the um, I guess, spoilers if you have not read any of this or, yeah. you know, and potentially if this is any, if, uh, if they go this route in the film, because um, it honestly could help explain why she's been gone for right, so right, long yeah. in the, uh, in the MCU. Um. Uh, she when she transforms back from Thor into Jane Foster, yeah. she's set back to her default set of state of being. Yeah. So her all of her chemo has been reversed. Like all of her cancer treatments have been undone. So she doesn't yeah. want to give up the power of Thor, but it's also kind of killing her. Which is a harrowing fucking storyline to put someone through. And I'm I'm curious to see if they're going to do that because they kind of did Thor differently in yes. the MCU. So when Thor was first introduced way back, I think Journey into Mystery. Yeah. The way that uh, it worked was a a normal mortal man found the Mjolnir. Yes. And when he picked it up, he was deemed worthy. Granted the power of Thor. And granted the power of Thor. So mm -hmm. Thor kind of like. Not possessed him, but like became part of. I think his name was Donald something. Yeah, it was it was something along those lines. Uh, and as the comic went on, it was it was just Thor, like the god, the Norse god Thor. Yes, uh, they kind of like did away with the Thor ability joining with the human, but mm. because that's always been a part of his backstory, when Jane Foster picked it up, she was endowed with the power of Thor. Um, that she could activate and deactivate, and hence correct the impact yeah. on her cancer treatment. Which I think at that point, Thor Thor didn't revert back to becoming Donald. What's his name? He just I think he, he just took just... on the moniker Odin's son. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the comic was like uh, something that unworthy, unworthy Thor or something. I, I don't yeah. remember. It was also written by Jason Aaron. Yeah, uh, and I do want to try to read that run before. I yeah, I would like I would be interested in taking a taking a crack at that, like mm -hmm. reading through and seeing what that's all about. But it came out around the same time as Sam becoming Captain America. I think yeah. they both kind of had their origins stem from that event mm -hmm. series, which I'm a little bitter about just because at the time it killed off Uatu the Watcher. 
Oh, uh, shit. And it undid Nick Fury as Nick Fury. Oh, wow. Because uh, they they wanted to push towards a more MCU-accurate Nick Fury. Right. Which oh, I, so I guess. This, this was them shifting away from white Nick Fury. Yeah. Okay, that's in, that's interesting. But like, because I know it was only like particular universes. It was that where it was like the Sam Jackson Nick in Fury. the Ultimates universe. Yes, uh, Sam Jackson was the Nick Fury there. And then they're like, but what? A, they they've since because of comic book magic done away with the Ultimate Universe, keeping a handful of characters like like uh, him and like Miles Morales correct. and yeah. Uh, but they're in in the main MCU six one six. Main Marvel Comics timeline six one six. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Nick Fury, which is like, yeah, I guess distracts. Had a son mm-hmm. that he didn't know about, who was half black, mm-hmm. uh, also named Nick Fury. And they're like, Junior. Yeah, basically, they're like, and here's your new Nick Fury. <laughs> you like him because he's like Sam Jackson. And but now he's also David Hasselhoff's but son. Also, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we've we've banished. David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury, to the moon. Whee! And I'm like, but I liked, I mean, you could have both. We could have both. I, Let them adventure together. There could be some great dramatic tension there because Nick yeah. Fury is very morally gray area, if even that. Hey, whatever. You know, it's complex. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So so there's a bunch of, you know, whiny piss babies having a problem with, uh, with, with uh, a woman being Thor because of a teaser. They are saying that it's forced, even though this isn't even revealing the fucking plot of anything. Yeah. It's just a fucking teaser. It's not like they're having Chris Hemsworth. You got it. There we go. Do like a cameo at the beginning and then fuck right off. No, he's like in the it, whole fucking his movie. movie. Do you really think Taika Waititi is going to completely like do away with, with Chris Hemsworth? Like, no. He loves no. working with that man. <laughs> Like the this movie felt the most like it was about Thor. Like just from the trailer, I'm like, this is about it's yeah. His no, this, journey. This teaser is entirely focused on it being about Thor, like a hundred percent. Yeah, like it is about him giving up the superhero life and g- going to fuck off and discover himself in the yeah. universe and make out with blue haired chicks. Like it's yeah, yeah. Like it, like I like. What do you want? Ah. <laughs> like, oh. Like I've I've always been a, a nerdy comic fan person, and it's upsetting. You know, sometimes it was comic books, sometimes it was Star Wars, sometimes it was mm-hmm. like Gundam. Um, actually, I was like, I'm actually Gundam Gundam fandom's not that toxic. Uh, but like Star Wars, I was gonna say like I don't remember ever hearing anything no, about the Gundam like, fandom like, getting particularly fucking bonkers. It's but... weird. Like the the newest show that they've announced, the protagonist is is female, and like the Gundam nerds were like, yeah. And I was like, sweet. That's nice. That's yeah. a nice change. Good. Yeah. Fucking good. <laughs> uh, not going to see fucking Gundam nerds like bullying a no. female actress off of a social media platform or something. I mean, we're we're used to disappointment. Like we've had our, our fair of like <laughs> shitty shows. And we're like, eh. and the thing about Gundam is like, there's always going to be another one. So All right. Like, oh, you don't like that one? Give it a couple of years. <laughs> uh, but it's upsetting to be a comic book nerd, to be a nerd. And then the, to exist within that toxic fandom. Like, that's one of the reasons I was kind of pushed away from Rick and Morty. Yeah, like, same. I like, really enjoyed that show. I fucking love that show. hard to watch yeah, knowing like, how toxic the fans I, are. I still have not watched any of season five. Nah, Just I, I, I will. I, like, I will eventually, but, like, I'm not going out of my way to do it because... The joy's kind of been taken out of it. There is a... Um, uh, this is completely separate to anything we've been discussing, <laughs> but, like, there, uh, there's been a bit of a resurgence of college humor. Oh really? Yeah, like they have a they have a, a subscription service called Dropout. Uh, it's actually <laughs> fucking great. I would highly recommend okay. anybody like either like borrow a password from somebody or subscribe to this. But the, a, a number of a, a few years ago, they did a they did like a, a, a skit where Brendan Lee Mulligan is playing like the embodiment of the Rick and Morty fandom oh, of, no. of well, specifically the toxic <laughs> Rick and Morty fandom. And it's uh, the bit is that it is. Uh, Somebody in a morph suit that is just Rick and Mor- is the show Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. It just says like the Rick and Morty logo over a black morph suit. Uh-huh. Um, going to couples therapy with their toxic fandom, <laughs> and it's it's yeah. great. It, it's it it nails 
everything that is wrong with that dynamic. And too often, I think we like, we're seeing these gigantic toxic aspects of yeah. fandom rearing their ugly head. Like it is, it is the the. Uh, Szechuan sauce backlash of Rick and Fuck Morty. That. It, it was so dumb. The Did whole I tell thing you was. I, I went there that day. I went to one of them. Yeah, and I and was like, not at the one in the strip district, but I was at. I went to uh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's the one that was supposed to have it, but. And they're like, "Oh, we ran out like as soon as the door and opened." People like, like fucking rioted. Like, no worries. Like I'll just eat some garbage yeah. food, but like sure. some douchebag looks exactly like you would expect him to look. Yep. He's like, I drove two hours to blah, 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 blah. I'm pissed. I'm calling corporate. And I'm like, sir, sir. It is sauce. Sir, how old are you? It is sauce. It is sauce? It is, do it, I remember being very good? Yes, I do remember being very good. <laughs> do you think that person there has any say over whether or not they have Szechuan sauce? No, none. But no, but it, but it is, it, it, it's... It's it's that it's people demanding that that uh, Disney remake the Last Jedi or try to uh, fu- fundraise or crowdfund a a, a, re- a fan made remake of the Last Jedi. It's fucking Snyderverse fans review bombing other films. That's very frustrating. Yeah, it's like all of this fucking toxic bullshit that crops up, and and then for this to happen now, like for this kind of bullshit to start cropping up. Is just another iteration of that kind of horse shit that has no space. It should not have any fucking space in any fandom. Like, fuck being pissed off about a female Thor. Like, get over guys, it. Guys, watch, see how it works in the movie. One, I understand that you feel some kind of ownership over these characters. You don't. You don't have any ownership over them, but you have a connection to them. You have them. a connection to them. I, there are certain characters in comics that I feel very connected to. Yeah. I, I, Daredevil, because of his depression, I connect to him. Um, when he became a literal devil that fought for the hand, was not a fan. Did not call Marvel and threaten them. No. I waited two years, picked up the next run, and it was fine. <laughs> There you go. Mark Wade came along, and it was it was incredible. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> um, so I understand you're attached to it, but because they do something with a character, does not take away from what you connect to. Same yeah. thing with like Ghostbusters, right? The Ghostbusters one and two, like there, that is a very important franchise to me as a person. They they were forever like a part of the fabric of my being, just. Even Indiana Jones, the first three movies, I grew up with those. The fourth movie was fucking garbage. It didn't change anything about the first three movies. Right. I think that's what some people forget is, like, even if they do something different and they go in a different direction on those things, that doesn't change the fact that the other thing that you you love is still unimpacted right over there. It happens. You can still go back and watch Ragnarok. (laughs) You can still go back and watch the Avengers movies. You can still go back and watch Thor 1 or, God forbid, The Dark World. Just, like... It it happens in comics all the time where uh, a Batman writer will like ru- fucking happen with Tom King Tom King's run on Batman, yeah. which I very much enjoyed. I know a lot of people didn't. Um, the the next writer didn't care for the changes, so he just ignored just, them. He just ignored them. It's headcanon, my dudes. Yeah, just it's fiction. It's fiction. They're fictional characters. You can all use this to make. Fan fiction. Your brain is a fan fiction factory. The power of imagination. It is you can do whatever you want with that in your own head, but like to to immediately lash out at it and to try and use she as a pejorative in like in the reaction to this is so fucking gross and gatekeepy and mm, it's just it's so fucking frustrating. The idea that like. Marvel or Disney or anyone else is beholden to you as a fan and your perception only of these things is so delusional. It's weird that when I was growing up, I was hesitant to admit that I like comics because I didn't want to be labeled as like a fucking nerd douchebag. Yeah. Because at that time, like comic book movies weren't even really, a th- I mean, they were, but they weren't. They were only just starting to be widely like, accepted as a genre. Yeah, like you had you had the handful of Batman mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually you had your you had you had Blade, you had yeah. you had X-Men, you had Spider-Man. Yeah. But you didn't have like but even to like cuz like I I still f- kind of feel weird walking into like a toy aisle to like look at the action figures. Which, sure. Whatever. Um now I'm hesitant to admit that I'm a comic book fan because of toxic douchebags. Exactly. I'm like I don't want to yeah. be included in that 
category. Right. Like I have trouble like I have trouble like wanting to talk to people about Star Wars because yeah. I don't want to get lumped in with that contingent of Star Wars fans. Like, no, I just enjoy this world. I enjoy yeah. like the universe that was created here and the shit that happens. Yes, some of it sucks and is ridiculous, <laughs> but like I'm still enjoying it. I'm still having fun with this. It's still a part of me. And I want to like I don't want that fucking ruined for me or for anyone else because some people feel some toxic level of ownership and entitlement over it. And it's it, ridiculous. No matter what they do with a character you shouldn't be chasing people off of their social media. No. Like, Mm-mm. or fucking with, uh, was it Ahmed Best who played Jar Jar? Oh my God. The, or or, the, the, or the, Jake the... Lloyd. Like, what he, you human slime have attacked a fucking child yeah. for a performance in a movie from 1999. If anything, like, like Jake Lloyd should be, like, do, giving lectures to people about, like, look, like, you motherfuckers fucked my life up yeah. so thoroughly. Yeah. This is what your treatment does. Like, this is what your toxic fandom has the potential to do to people. Fucking don't do this. And, like, I know that, like, for every person out there that, like, had that reaction, yeah. there's some little girl who saw Jane Foster on that screen yeah. and, like, just got fucking right. pumped, like run, like ready to run through a wall, excited, yeah, because they're seeing a woman play this hero, play like playing this yeah. this this god. It's that's exciting for a lot of fucking people, yeah. and I think to shit on that and like try to use the, this gendered take as a pejorative and as yeah. a reason to like dismiss something before you even know before you've even seen the fucking movie like Like, my dudes you have how many movies to pick from where you can look it's it's nearing fucking 30 it's (laughs) in just the mcu it's nearing 30 within the same goddamn movie yeah you still have thor being thor yeah he's right there he's right there they didn't take away your thor boy no don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag. It's not hard. No. Yeah. And like I know this is nothing new. Like we're it but this probably isn't the first time we're gonna have this conversation. No. About a thing. <laughs> but uh, I'm also like not gonna point out when f- fans especially if something that I'm also a fan of yeah. are being toxic and shitty. Yeah. Uh you you should and I don't say this to put you down. But ask yourself, why does this matter to you? And speak to a therapist about it. Yeah. Like, think think for a minute, like, why you feel the way you feel about a thing. Feelings are meant to inform you of something. Yeah. Why did you have that feeling? What is being taken from you? What do you think is being taken from you? And then jump in front of a bus. <laughs> And then have Zoe, and then have Zoe Kravitz kick you off of a roof. <laughs> Our pants will save you. Do not worry. Yeah, but you have to get kicked first. You have to get kicked first. Uh, it, yeah. So that's that. I just I felt like we I felt like we should we should talk about and address that little bit of nonsense. Uh, given we just spent a whole lot of time talking about talking about sexy nonsense. <laughs> uh, we just had but, to kill your boners a little bit. We had to we kill the to bo- we had to kill the boners a little bit. Part like. Emily doesn't show up, so Lydia goes to Chicago's equivalent of... Sorry, their award just slid across the table. (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. Let's let's, let's take that again. Yeah. Uh, Did you hear that Sandler's going to re-team with the Safties? I did hear that. I'm pretty excited. I I still need to see um, Uncut Gems. Probably one of my favorite movies I've seen in the last couple of years. I mean, I don't know. I'm spoiled at this point because every everything everywhere all at once was just so fucking right. good. I was just thinking about that in the bathroom. I was like, Rakakuni. Ra- ra- am I saying that right? Like that, so, yeah. Like that movie within a movie within a movie, I want to watch. There's the... the... When she gets up on his shoulders. <laughs> the fuck? I, I, I need to 
watch Swiss Army Man. I know it's not going to be as, as good. It's but... not It's not as good, but it's still fun. It's... It, like you'll see some of the same DNA in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Just... Like that's that's the the flavor I want. Um, did I tell you that I messaged Scott to ask him if he'd watched it yet? No, you didn't. I yeah. was hoping you did. Yeah, uh, he saw it like two days after we did. Nice. And loved it. Uh, we talked about how the uh, the rock scene, like dead silence. Um, I think our theater there were like titters of laughter, but ev- but for the most part, yeah. everyone shut up. And like I don't, I don't think I told you, but there was like a couple kids behind me that were like chit chatty. Yeah. And like Belinda now knows that like I don't mind yelling at people in the theater for talking. Oh, I'll yell at people. And yeah. I I used to get really anxious about it, but like now I'm just like don't. But like Belinda was having a bad day, and like don't, don't, don't. And they were being mm. super obnoxious. But like even they shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, also, the last time I yelled at somebody in the theater, they turned out to be younger than I expected. <laughs> so. Um. Shut the fuck up. Did I tell you about the, the time that I held back from uh, from uh, telling somebody to shut up in a theater, but I wanted to so deeply and viscerally? It was the second time I saw Black Panther, yeah. and uh, somebody at the just as the movie was starting, like the Marvel title card was starting to roll, somebody's phone rang, and they answered oh my it. God. They fucking answered it, and it they like they kept talking for like. Five five to ten minutes on their damn phone through the opening of this fucking what movie. Fuck? Like I was like I was losing my fucking mind because at at the time I'm sitting there next to like my most recent ex. Uh, yeah, you were exes at the time of seeing it. No, like, oh, we, no, okay. no. Like, we were still together oh, at the time. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and and we're sitting we're sitting there watching the movie, and I'm thankful that they didn't notice because they would have had just a complete colossal fucking freak right, out. Right. So I'm here, like, I am the barrier between, like, this cha- this chaotic mess and that bullshit. Like, I, it took everything in me to, like, not say something, because it would have started a fucking scene. Yeah. And then, it thankfully, it stopped eventually. <laughs> Just like, oh, good lord. The last time I, like, really bit into a person in a theater was The Quiet Place 2. Really? And their cell phone kept ringing. Mute it. It's the quiet place. Seriously, you're uh, going to attract the monsters. <laughs> and it, it was an it was an older person because the the ring tone was one of the, like the generic five. Oh sure. Uh, and I boop boop. Wait, y- no, y- that's a Skype one. It's something akin to that. Yeah. And I finally was just like, "Will you turn off your phone?" <laughs> and I didn't know like the area. I just like knew the area. So like the one guy like locked eyes with me. <laughs> 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 uh, turn off your phone. Turn off your fucking phone in the theater. In the theater. Um, it's a theater. At Fuck. least silence it. Seriously, it's not that hard. Like what I just d- happened. <laughs> you just had to get one more in there. I was thinking about like you could, you could hold like a sign, like you know, people wait for somebody at like the airport. You keep your hands free to like. It's one text. nipple holding the sign, yeah. one nipple holding the car door right, open. Right, right. <laughs> Just and you can be like texting on your phone or whatever, whatever. You know. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, we did it again. We did it again. We did it again. So, uh, are you are you aware of how we end the episodes? Uh, mostly, I think. No, maybe not. Nope. When? Nope, I'm not. <laughs> okay, so, w- <laughs> so. We're, we always end with the phrase, uh, we're sure to razzle-dazzle you, okay. but we always have the guests say the razzle-dazzle you part, so mm-hmm. we're going to lead you in to say that yeah, part. Okay. Again, we should have explained that beforehand, but we're idiots. We've and never also, once I'm, in the entire first once. season, I'm proud to be a part of a group that came before me. 